What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right, and welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. Hello. <laughs> a good day, Wheezy. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> hello, little friend. Oh, sounds, hi, how are you? <laughs> sounds like your little friend has allergy attack. <laughs> Or maybe it's all that cocaine. <laughs> well, you, uh, you, why, a combination of both. <laughs> I only sorted the cocaine to clear my sinuses. Exactly. <laughs> Finally, someone who understands me. Will you be my lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a little coke to uh, cl- clear up your deviated septum. Yeah, man, right. <laughs> coke and a smile. <laughs> Oh man, what a week! What a what a week! What a week! What a week! So uh, what a week! What's been up with you, Charlie? Well, I'm a little under the weather, and you know, aside from lack of sleep, poor diet, no exercise, <laughs> excessive liquor intake, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea why I'm not feeling good. But you know, probably gonna see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, um, so you know how a couple of weeks I was telling you it was um, the ghost of Dick Pass was trying to hunt me down, right? Haunt, or mm. haunt me down, I should say. So for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, now it's the ghost of Sloppy Seconds. <laughs> like I have, I have been getting hit up by dudes that have fucked my previous friends. Mm. I guess they figured that she told me and the advertising just kicked in. <laughs> I'm like, what the? What, who does that? Birds of a feather. Fuck that. That's, yeah, right? Birds of a feather fuck together. <laughs> they wish. <laughs> That's what they wish. But I'm like, ooh. Well, if you watch any primetime soap opera, 
or any soap opera on television at all, that's what people do. Because they all do it on the soap operas. Right. <laughs> and that's why that's, that's entertainment. That's, that's fiction. <laughs> and they do it on the reality shows, too. Yeah, but them hoes ain't friends. <laughs> hey, are you? Have you ever fucked somebody um, that you're, or fucked and or dated someone that your your homeboy messed with? Oh, I thought you were gonna say homegirl, homeboy. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Damon's no, no. over here silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I haven't. Um, but. I don't know that I wouldn't. I don't. I don't feel as. I don't feel that same uh, super strict sense of taboo that a lot of people feel with that. I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not really that. You know, if some if it's somebody that I've been with or whatever, nine times out of ten, I don't. I don't really care if somebody else is mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm. I, I. I. To me, it's a little bit weird when people have such strong feelings about an ex being with somebody to me it's kind of like that's your ex why do you, you know, i mean i get the like you don't want them in the same circles with you or coming over for you know thanksgiving dinner <laughs> so i get like the sister brother kind of thing or whatever mm-hmm. but some a, a friend who's kind of like not in your main circle but barely a friend kind of an acquaintance and you like 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 who cares? This, yeah. You know that's well. No, this is my close home girl, and you know she's my ace boom. Mm-hmm. So can't really. It, it, it would be awkward to say the least. Mm. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. just I don't even know if it's taboo so much. Like I don't even know if I necessarily have a moral judgment about it as opposed. That's to... That's a straight thing because gay people they 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 do that a lot. From what you think, and and the the. The well, gay people gay, that I gay men definitely gay women too. Yeah, I'm just gay saying women that. too. No, that's true. I I just know for a fact gay men <laughs> from my own personal experience. Oh, I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just in the know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they uh, yeah they they uh, they 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 you know ain't no fun if the homies can't have none is they motto. Right. <laughs> right. I want to say all gay people, but I, it it's not. It's not strange or, uh, you know, I feel like I know enough gay people that I can say that it's pretty common. Well, I know I I know a lot of straight people that do it, so you know. Oh, you just got to. You were just who does that? Who does that? So I guess you already know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was rhetorical. I, I kind of knew. I kind of knew. But, I mean. I don't know. My homegirls don't do it in their close circles. I think we probably, yeah. I, I think I think if if it's if it's a relationship, like I mean, if if uh, if it's someone that you're friends with and they're ex, but you know that the guy or girl still has feelings feelings for that person. I think that at that time, I think that's. I think that's one of those times when you're like, okay, maybe I should, maybe I should find out how this person feels mm-hmm. right. about it first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you know you just don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> you're just waiting for the breakup to happen anyway. Right. It's like a pussy vulture, you know, <laughs> flying around waiting for it to stop. Pussy. Yeah. So I don't know. That's 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 my whole thing. I think it depends on circumstances instead of the strict. Like my wife, we get into this a lot of times. She has that strict like. Like never, it should never ever, you know, kind of thing. And 
whatever. And I'm more like, eh, it all depends. <laughs> yeah. I'm think thinking it all depends. I think the older we get, there's more gray area. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> gray, gray area, gray matter, gray pubes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Man. Got, got 50 shades of it. Oh, damn. Good thing I get Brazilian. Man. And we know that's the real reason. <laughs> Only your hairdresser knows for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, what about you, uh, Weez? What's been going on with you, man? Oh, man. Not too much, man. I just, uh, I, I, I've been, uh, I've been cleaning up uh, uh, during a, uh, a spring, summer, fall <laughs> right it's not even leap year <laughs> well i want to be finished by then right okay that's uh, planning ahead yeah. <laughs> right yeah and i ran across a letter uh that some woman sent uh i guess this was uh, mm-hmm. nine years ago no it, it was a it was a complaint letter from a customer oh <laughs> And uh, it was one of, you know how some people complain about stuff. You're like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And I was yeah. reading. I was like, yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> you're, you're like, let the haters fuel my excellence. Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm a middle-aged man working at a hot dog stand. How happy can I be? You know? Right. So, uh, yeah, she was complaining because uh, she asked me how much a, a bowl of chili costs. And I said something like, yeah, it's $1.50. Mm-hmm. She said, "Well, it's fifty cents at Tommy's," and I said, "Well, you ain't at Tommy's, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, right?" And I said, "You know, it costs what it costs, right?" And right. Uh, and I, I I don't remember I remember vaguely, but it was like she got really upset because we we got she got really upset that our our chili was a dollar fifty and it was fifty cents at Tommy's, and I and I think I waited until like after you know two or three it well it's 50 cents at tommy's but i finally said well you ain't at tommy's right you know and your ass to tommy's. <laughs> yeah said, basically yeah. yeah plus our chili tastes good and tommy's tastes like shit which it is <laughs> right. and, and we'll make you do right. <laughs> but you know it, and and uh so she she got really really upset and, and she she wrote a letter to the company and then uh and then they passed a letter she wrote on a letter to the government <laughs> the, the other day, day. <laughs> open and read it it said you was an asshole <laughs> Picture me giving it to him. I said never. <laughs> wow, it's like you guys were in the room. <laughs> and Chuck D too. I was gonna say, was the uh, the the letter signed by Chuck D? <laughs> Chuck wow. Dee. Okay, yeah. Chuck Dee. Yeah, yeah. Funny. And you know, Charlotte Dee. They always say that stuff. Like, yeah, certain people shouldn't be working with the public, and I'm like, yeah, you're right, I shouldn't be. But, <laughs> but here I am. You're like, bitch, unless you're casting movies, shut the fuck up. You know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, people get upset like when prices of stuff go up. Mm-hmm. And like, 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 like it's ever gone in any other direction. Yeah, right. yeah. okay, yeah. exactly. It's like no one ever said, "Oh, wow, the prices have gone down. Yeah. What's wrong?" Right. You know, uh, except for this year with gas. Yeah, well, was, yeah, but that was it's up and down. Now it's back up. It's like uh, it's like uh, Sir Isaac Newton said: "What goes down must come up." <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's like people, man. They, it's, it's like you know the prices of, of of something goes up, and it's like they start complaining to us, and we're like, right, like you're I mean, the individual hand of the yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. 
it's like we try to keep them low. We don't want to raise the prices because then we got to hear your ass, you know? Right. And, you know, I got nothing to do with it. I just, I, I come here to, to because they pay me to. And her dumbass knows that. I can't stand <laughs> people that do stupid shit like that. It's like, come on. Like, when I was a, you know, I used to wait oh, waitress, tables. Yeah. And it's like, people complain about the food. Like, well, bitch, I didn't cook this. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I mean, I, there's only so much that I have control over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, I had, uh, there, there was some woman I knew who, who uh, she got in trouble because, uh, uh, Somebody didn't like the souffle. She was a wait. She was a server, and uh, she she uh, she. You know they, they like the, well they like the things on fire, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Flambe. 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 Okay. Yeah. So he uh, so he you know he ordered the thing and she lit it on fire and she set it on the table and then it did whatever it did and so a few days later there's a letter uh, complaining about the souffle wasn't hot or uh, that she did the souffle wrong and she got in trouble and they said well their their policy was that if uh if if their customer wasn't happy mm-hmm. then they weren't happy mm-hmm. and she said i'm not responsible for the happiness of a customer well especially I, if he didn't tell her yeah yeah, she, yeah. He said gave he gave her a tip and everything. He say shit when he was there with mm-hmm. with the the his niece. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a very promising <laughs> career behind her. Yeah, I heard air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know he probably wasn't happy because his niece, you know, you know wasn't. Uh, a she bit, wasn't hot enough. She wasn't hot enough. <laughs> Anybody else heard that? I heard it again. Air quotes. <laughs> They're loud ass air quotes. <laughs> Every time he says niece, I keep hearing air quotes. Yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah, maybe his niece didn't like the dessert, mm. but uh, yeah, so she, I, I, she ended up getting tr- in trouble. And uh, mm-hmm. I had one dude. He was like, he, he was a server. He was like, some dude was like, do you know that I'm a superior court judge? He said, so what? Do you, you know, know I don't give a fuck? Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> sue me for that service? You can hold me in contempt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of order. You're out of order. 500 days. I'm a judge on the shizness show, motherfucker. Take that. Oh, shit. Judge on America's Got Talent. Right. (laughs) Means about as much. (laughs) All you got is a job. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. What's going on with you, sir? Well, first, I'm going to say, I want to give a shout out. Give a shout out to all those broke ass entrepreneur niggas who um who start a new business and who are either too broke, lazy, or uh just don't give a fuck. And um they they have the last probably three or four businesses that, that their place was. Mm-hmm. They still have the signs up. And they just go in and then they put up their sign and they fill up their place with their merchandise mm-hmm. and you walk by and you see like uh mailboxes, etc Jamaican patties, <laughs> uh, barber shop, <laughs> smoke shop, and so you don't know what the fuck is going on unless you look inside. Like, you know, unless you actually walk in there and there. I'm like, and then and then it was funny is when like the best sign is like not even the sign of the current business, right. and they still had they still light it up and everything because it's the best sign, but it has shit to do with what's going on in there now. There's like this place on the corner called Blessed Hands. You know, it used to be a barber shop, uh-huh. and it, the Blessed Hands is a, actually a very nice sign, right? Right, compared to all the other last four or five things it's been, right? But all the all everything is still listed on there. So and, what is it and, now? And, and now it's a now it's like a, a combo smoke shop, <laughs> a breakfast lunch spot. 
and they and you can rent a hall too. <laughs> Fucking doing too much ghetto spot is what it is. <laughs> Talk about multitasking. Love. Yeah, not a good look. That's that's not good. That's not. That's like this dude. There's this dude on Facebook calling himself Mr. Everything. Ooh. And and like he's like trying to be like a record producer and like a, a record label and like a, a rapper and like a podcast. No, nah, nigga, sit down. <laughs> sit your ass down because as soon as somebody... As soon as you introduce yourself to me and I hear three things and 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 not one of them is like the least bit related to the other one, then it's like, okay, you, you ain't about shit. <laughs> I've determined. Or, or they I've could determined just be you ain't Jamaican. about shit. <laughs> <laughs> or they could just be Jamaican, right? So you got one of uh-huh. you got the, you got one of them bullshitometers, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> Yep, yep. It's like a, it's like a, it's like gaydar. It's bullshit R. So if you got five jobs, it's like this nigga ain't about shit. Yeah. If you doing everything, that means you ain't really doing. You, nothing. you ain't doing nothing exactly. You multitasking. You multi failing. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna get a T-shirt. Now. You ain't multitasking. You multi failing. Yes. Says the guy who runs a podcast network is a podcast host, works for the government, and also is starting a new business. <laughs> that doesn't count. That's different. That's different. That's different. Because I, I only approach you about one thing at a time. <laughs> and as far as you know, that one thing is all that I do. <laughs> so as long as you, you will never know I do them other things. 500 you, things. As long as you hide your business ventures from your main customer. Hey. You know, you approach one person about one thing. <laughs> Market segmentation. <laughs> That's right. You know, shoot. But man, no, I mean, it's just been, um, <clears throat> you know, we had the funeral and it was great. I mean, as far as funerals go, uh-huh. it was, it was good. I have like no complaints about it. My, my cousin did a great job uh, officiating. My sister and niece did a great job, you know, with all the arrangements and everybody who everybody helped out. You know, Damon's mom was there ushering, and yeah. I thought <laughs> Charlie Bell thought she worked for the mortuary. <laughs> I was like, they have great customer service. service. <laughs> do, do you? I was like, I'm gonna remember this it's, place. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to believe someone related to me is good at customer service. She was like, she was like do you have an online survey I can fill out? <laughs> Cause that lady is good. <laughs> I was like, "Who's your supervisor?" I really like to let them know. You need a promotion, <laughs> honey. How much you making? <laughs> She's like, "They just pay me in these church fans." <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, thanks to you know all my people that showed up and you know Charlie Bell and. The weasel and all my other friends came uncle. and supported me. Uncle, yeah, and, uncle auntie. and auntie. Yes, they. Um, a lot of friends showed up to support me. I really appreciate it. And a shout out to uh, Miss Honeyflower as well. She wrote me a nice, um, a very nice uh, uh, little note that she passed to me. Um, that Miss Honeyflower is um, the mother of Tara Lynn, one of our super fans. But I guess Miss Honeyflower is kind of a super fan too. And. Um, and yeah, and, and again, thanks for all the sh- all the uh, shout outs on Facebook and all the notes and all the condolences and everybody checking in on me and stuff like that. I'm just uh, we, you know, we're all just kind of putting the pieces back together and just, um, you know, trying to get back into the, the swing and the flow of things. 
and mixing all my metaphors, but, <laughs> but they're they're all accurate. I love <laughs> mixed metaphors. It's my favorite drink. <laughs> mixed metaphor on the rocks, please. <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. I want to mix metaphor. But yeah, it it, it just. Um, you know, but most for the most part, you know, stay busy and everything. And it's, you know, when I still get still at times, it, it still seems surreal and kind of kind of weird. Not not even like it actually happened, but you know, it it's um, we're all we're all holding up and we're holding each other up and uh, we're doing all right. And again, thank thank you guys all. We appreciate it. But. Um, well, your Facebook post was the best. You were like, the best thing about funerals is it turned into a mini reunion. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. Yeah, and we were cutting up. It was. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We had. A, uh, yeah, D, you missed. You missed uh, the the com the combo. Yeah, I saw. I saw the photos. Yeah, we were uh, sitting around just debating and talking about hypotheticals and whatnot, and that that turned out to be uh, real funny. It come to find out, my brother in law. Was uh, I, I I called him the uh, the conversation whisperer mm-hmm. because right. he at our table he started you know the right. one with the hypotheticals. Right. Well, apparently he had gone to two other tables previously <laughs> and dropped the same <laughs> hypotheticals and left. Like I'm gonna sit this down right here, and let y'all marinate on this, and then walked away. That's hey, that's a good party skill. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna borrow we should, that. We should bring, bring him on the shizness. You know, yeah. well, I, was gonna, I was gonna say we should have just sat up. Okay, we should have just set recorded. up a mic. Yeah, yeah we should have set up a mic, recorded, and just like uploaded that conversation. Exactly, that would have been a good episode. Brother-in-law's <laughs> hypotheticals. New podcast. Yeah, to replace Hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> the what if show <laughs> right right <laughs> oh man so hey um charlie bell whatever happened you said that you know what you got a birthday coming up and i think i'm gonna get you a calendar because uh-huh. you must need one why do you say that because you told us that 420 was on a friday this year i know <laughs> I, was wrong. I think you was on some 420 when you said that I think I was listening to someone who was on 420 without checking it. <laughs> I know it's like was one of the days, man. What, whatever happened with the? Uh, did it come out? Because I, I was looking for it. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, I haven't heard Jack. I know. Uh, was the re-release of Friday? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. We should, hmm. we should check Matt here. Let me um, Google Magic Johnson. No, you don't. Don't Google because you, your Google skills are questionable. Supposed to be googling to find out if or twenty was on a Friday, and you was like, "Yeah, it is on a Friday." I was like, "Wow, great! What are the odds?" <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> almost not. <laughs> one in three sixty-five. No way. I guess it's one in seven. One in seven <laughs> are the odds. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, oh. News and noteworthy. Well, there, well, I wanted to say another, but it's not, well, it it is another, but in a way it's not another. There has been another uh, fatal shooting case of of, a police officer shooting someone and uh, being charged with uh, criminal homicide. This one takes place, this one actually took place two months prior to the Walter Scott situation, which was the one in North Carolina that we last talked about. Uh, a week or two ago, or whatever, um, that's uh, currently going on. This one, 
is in Hummelstown, a Hummelstown police officer, Lisa Merkel. Um, she uh, shot a suspect uh, two times in the back while he was uh, while he was uh, lying face down on the ground. And uh, the, her reason for firing at this particular uh, <clears throat> citizen was because she told him to freeze and, you know, stop moving. And she said he kept moving his hand towards his jacket pocket. And she feared that he had a gun and was going to shoot her. <clears throat> so she fired uh, twice into his back and uh, killed him. Surprise, no gun. <laughs> I know that was a surprise ending that you guys never suspected. Right. And it's, um, this was uh, in uh, Pennsylvania. This is where this happened. And uh, I believe both of these, I know the I know the officer was white, and I believe the gentleman who, um, I believe the gentleman who was killed was white. They did not mention his race, which leads me to believe it was, that he was, uh, that he was white. And also um, his name is David uh, Kasich, which leads me to believe that he was white as well. But that's uh, not, uh, that's not uh, been verified. So I don't know that for sure. But again, it doesn't matter. This like I said, this is just a more more support for what we've been saying about, you know, the police's attitude towards policing the citizens in this country, um, all over, you know, in all the states and 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 irrespective of race, that they that uh something needs to be done. They suck at their job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something needs to be done. I I'm um Go ahead. I'm curious. What what um if if a guy is reaching when they've told him to freeze, what 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 should the police what should she have done? Well, she had a stun gun. She could have mm-hmm. stunned him. As a matter of fact, the footage was uh, was recorded on from the, on her taser gun, which uh, they haven't released. And at the time, they mm-hmm. said they weren't planning on releasing it. But I've since read some things where it says like they might uh, release the footage. So it depends. The defense is is uh, you know is um, right. <clears throat> So, so that leads me to my my main point here is like, I'm so fucking sick. I mean, we're all sick of these police killings. This shit is insane, right? Yeah. But we've been telling you motherfuckers this for years, years, and you didn't want to listen. So the only reason now you're fucking believing it is because there's cameras, right? Right. And so it's that shit is driving me up the wall. It's just like in you know certain um, <clears throat> very traditional cultures where you need what three or four men to 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 uh equal the testimony of one woman you know it's like black people like not only do black lives not matter black voices don't matter you guys were not believing us now that you have footage to prove what we've been saying all these years you know now it's finally coming to the fore but what's the fucking police response they're like get rid of them cameras <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. they're like cameras. Fuck out of here. That's what. That's the response. It's not. Let's change. Although, except for Texas, you know, Texas is on the cutting edge of fighting b- police brutality and violence. What are they doing? Um. Well, they're they're they have a bill pending in the legislature that, oh, okay, that cool. actually would require uh, police training on how to avoid shooting dogs. Oh, what dogs? Canine <laughs> Americans. Uh, canine because, you know, Americans. Because you know, canine lives matter. <laughs> I didn't know what canine. Well, dogs are American. I did not know that dogs could be uh, citizens. <laughs> Come on, dude. Well, apparently they have more fucking priority than we do. They ain't, they ain't no laws talking about how to train people, the police, not to shoot unarmed black people. I mean, get the fuck out of here with that, Texas. <laughs> wow, fuck you. That's crazy. 
That is crazy. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, people, please, if you are, you know, if you are pulled over by the police and you are being detained or whatever, you know, uh, use caution and... Uh, I Turn would, your camera on. Yeah, turn your camera on. Be respectful. Be compliant. You know, uh, don't violate your rights. But if they insist on violating your rights, don't. I, I would. I would suggest get don't, out alive. Don't don't protest too much. Yes, because it's better to get out alive. Better it's better to to give in and and acquiesce and then you know fight it in court. Then you know it'd be better. It's better than that than trying to fight some bullets. Huh. You know, because they will shoot you. So be careful. Be cautious. Be respectful. And uh, keep your hands in plain sight. Yes, and don't move, don't run, <laughs> and uh, get out alive. And then, if they violate any procedures or whatever, you know, get a lawyer and fight it in court. That's much better than you know your family having to bury you and then try to fight it after the fact. <clears throat> All right. So I don't, uh, Damon. Did you have any other? Because you you said something about like. Nah, man. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I, I think there are non-lethal ways because someone who is moving their hands and they might possibly be, but, you know, and, and they're and, on the ground and face it's, it's, down. It's, it's different, right? Right now, if if the if the person is like facing the cop and the cop says put your hands in the air or something like that, and they reach toward their pocket, then I would expect a cop to shoot you, right? I mean, that's but if you're face down on the ground and your hands are behind your back. But you're moving them, and it looks like you're moving them towards your pocket. It seems like there are a myriad of other things that can be done besides shooting the person to death that will prevent them from reaching for that, you know, uh, hypothetical gun that may or may not be there. All right. So um, next up, did you guys hear about the uh, the CEO who's hot, who's um, upped his new minimum, his new for his company? The the minimum wage will be seventy thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? Very cool. Give it up for that guy. Um, his name is um, <clears throat> where is he? Dan Price. Dan Price, CEO of Gravity Payments, surprised his hundred and twenty person staff by announcing that he planned over the next uh, three years to raise the salary of every employee to seventy thousand dollars a year. And right now. Um, <clears throat> I believe the average is like forty something thousand. So that person, or those persons making around forty, are, are going to be, you know, very very happy people because <laughs> that's yeah. a nice raise to get in three years to go from forty to seventy. Yeah. What, uh, what 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 is the company again? The company is called Gravity Payments. It's a credit card processing oh, company. Okay. Yeah. And last year they processed nearly three billion dollars in credit card payments. Wow. And the reason why he did this is because he read um, an article that's. That said, that seventy thousand was the magic number that most people felt that they needed to be to be happy and have a good quality of life. I'm I'm just uh, I'm I'm you know just uh, throw this out there. I'm I'm I suspect that most of the people in that survey did not live in uh, Los Angeles, <laughs> San Francisco, or New York. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. Right. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I hate to disappoint you people, but if you know, maybe somewhere in you know Kansas City or something like that. But L.A., New York, you know, San Francisco, those places. Yeah, seventy k. It ain't no magic number. Trust no. me. 
<laughs> Ain't nothing magic about that number. No, no, no. Yeah, I <laughs> not mean, not at all. People making that much definitely still struggle in big cities. <laughs> But yeah, I think the that, struggle is real. The struggle is too The 70 K struggle is real, it's nigga. Too real. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Right? <laughs> but um But uh still props to this guy and his, you know, his small company and you know, for doing that. I mean that's know. that's not uh, a knock on him at all. No, that's, not you know, at all. That's, that's, Still, you know, props to him for that. And they're not in um, one of the three cities you named. No, I don't think they are. And there's there's probably a couple other cities, too, but basically you get the point. Places where, you know, the cost of living is pretty high and whatnot. Well, let me know what state that's in. He's in um, Washington. (laughs) I think it was like suburban Seattle, I believe. Oh, Seattle ain't that much further behind us. No, they're not. But I think this is a little bit outside of the, you know, the main urban part. Yeah. But still, the point is... I mean, I think not only did he do it, obviously, out of, you you know, respect and fairness to his own workers, but he did it to raise awareness about some very key issues that Mm -hmm. we're experiencing throughout our economy, which is, you know, just the crazy um, ratio between CEO salary and average worker salary. In in most countries and in in our country back in the 50s and 60s, the average CEO pay was only like 20 to 1. Right. Now it's like 300 to 1. Yeah. It's it's just greed. It's pure greed. So he's highlighting that. And he also said a very important thing, which was that um, he's like, look, no, he's like, if I didn't choose to do this, there's no one out there that's going to make me do it. Right. Right. Like the Mm -hmm. like what the the role of that we, you know, have had in the past different institutions, including government, unions, whatever have you, like affecting worker pay. It's it's we're losing a lot of those forces. Yes. Yes, indeedy. So, all right, Dan Price, you the man. You the man, Dan Price. If, if, I, if I move to Seattle, would I have to become a Seahawk fan? <laughs> How come you're not already a Seahawk fan? It's not like we have a team down here. Really? Uh, we had one many years ago. We have no team, but we might have two stadiums. Right. <laughs> that part right there. So, um, child love dolls oh, holy shit. to stop pedophiles. Mm. What do you guys think about that? Now, see, okay, so, so there's this company. There's a guy who um, <clears throat> who believes that if he creates these these dolls who look, you know, and uh, even smell. I don't know how he's doing that, but they supposedly even smell like real Baby kids. Baby powder. <laughs> 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 baby powder, baby shampoo, <laughs> and uh, uh, that if uh, he sells these dolls to pedophiles, that it will cut down the um, their molest the the the, the molesting children. Hmm. I don't know if it'll work, but I figure <laughs> I figure it won't hurt. Can't hurt. Yeah, yeah, it can't hurt. So I'm like, I'm I'm for it. I don't have a problem with it. I I don't you know I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't see a downside, is no. what I'm saying. I don't see a downside. Me neither. You know, a lot of people were kind of like, eh, they won't do nothing. And this, you know, a lot of times with ideas and stuff, people are really quick to be like, that won't work. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Maybe not- it won't, but what what do you have to lose by giving right. it a try? Will it hurt anything? No. Yeah. And then like, what if it does work? Right. Well, you know. Exactly. And it's not like there we have a bunch of great ideas out there stopping pedophilia because that right. shit is running rampant. Right. Yeah. They say it's it's increasing, you know, and uh I mean if it saves one kid, you know, then pff, Yeah. 
you know, it's not coming. Uh, we're not spending money to pro- to produce it. You know, right. it's not a taxpayer thing. Right. You know, it's a private company um, that's starting this business. So, right. um, uh, and I, I read. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just wondering how this FedEx guy show up with this <laughs> with this box, or, you know, like every. I mean, I guess what people know what, uh, what well, you're getting. I mean, people don't know when you order adult uh, toys now, so I don't mm. see why that would be. I'm sure that that's mm. you know. Yeah, but do you, do you think people would like? Uh, I guess. Well, I guess uh, they. I guess you would have to order that online or something like that. You wouldn't. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't have have a showroom? Like, yeah, with all the different. <laughs> yeah. uh, Children of around the world, yeah. uh, <laughs> the Rainbow Coalition of Children, right? Small World, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's yeah. That's what they call it at Disneyland, Small World Exhibition. I guess the hard, I guess the hard thing is just you know getting the, getting the, getting the image out of yeah out of, uh, of somebody fucking a child doll. Yeah, that yeah. just yeah. Are you them fucking a real child? Uh, right. Yeah, I understand that, uh, but it's still it's still uh, it just the the yeah it, I, I, yeah I get you. I get where you're going. So yeah, I mean, you know, Mazel Tov, more power to you, dude. I yeah. hope it, I hope it works. Yeah, I hope you make lots of money. I hope somebody studies that and gets some statistics on it. Yeah, that might be kind of hard to well, do. Of course, it'll be very hard to it's do. It's like really, like, hmm. Let's see. Uh, you know, I mean, how do you like? Because how do you measure prevention? You can't measure prevention. Well, I you mean, can measure rates of um, if the rates change once the maybe is maybe out. you can you can maybe measure. Re- 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 uh, re- recidivism. Re- revid- recidivism. Recidivism. Yes, yeah. that word. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The rates of a current, like but, if the rates of yeah. reported cases of pedophilia, if they change in an area where there's, you know, based if if, the, if you can correlate the distribution of the dolls to reduction in child rape. Right. Yeah. Possibly. Um. But you know, in either in any case, uh, I said I think it's a great idea, dude. And uh, you know, good luck with that. Did you see the dolls? Wish you the best. They showed. Uh, they didn't show like the whole like like they didn't show like a naked doll with all the orifice and all that stuff because mm-hmm. it's supposed to have all that stuff mm-hmm. like a sex doll. Mm-hmm. But it, it just showed like the face, mm-hmm. you know, and like the kind of the upper torso of a couple of them. Did it look like, like a child? It did look pretty lifelike. It did. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah. A little creepy. Ooh. But yeah. Well, have at it. Speaking of did look a little creepy. Did y'all see the Bruce Jenner interview? I did not. I did not. Did I am Jenner. Hear me roar. <laughs> did you? Um, no, I saw excerpts of it, but then I had to get a. Um, I look. You know, I'm down with the with the LBT GQ, the whole gang. <laughs> XYZ. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know me. The alphabet suit gang. So I mean I totally you know get that it's important for him to come out and first of all just live his life you know in truth and integrity and also to be an example of kids that are going through that mm-hmm. you know because transgender youth are you know the most likely to try oh, the to future commit. well yeah absolutely if they don't commit suicide which they have the highest rates of attempting and you know doing so that's really um, positive however why did he use his freaking coming out party to shade Obama. Fuck you, Bruce Jenner. What the fuck you think uh, Marco Rubio is going to do for your transgender ass? Nothing. 
How did he shade Obama? What did he have to say about why did why did Obama even come up? What, exactly, what is, I don't know how it came up, but somebody's. Um, he's not the gatekeeper of the transgender community. No, he I mean. he isn't, but he is the only president to ever even use that word. So you would think he would show some fucking respect, right? So so what was his problem? Was his beef? He said something to the effect of, "Oh, I'm a Republican. I believe in the Constitution." And something else, I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch it. This is, this is what's being reported to me. So, you know, I'm not even going to give him full blast shit for, for saying shit about Obama until I actually see the comment. But I will give him shit for even, like, the fact that he doesn't recognize the Republicans totally hate your ass, right? And, like, you know, like, get with the program, dude. Yeah, we'll save comment on that for when we know firsthand what have been said or not said or whatever well i heard the uh, republican thing about the that he believes in the constitution so that was shady as though as if a democrat doesn't believe in the constitution right right (laughs) but uh hey since uh i don't get my basketball fix anymore guess what the shiznit We are about to talk some NBA playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, as actually at the time we were recording, the the Spurs and the Clips were going. They were battling for game uh, three. No, game four. Oh, it's game four already. Uh-huh. Yeah, because uh, the the Clips. I mean, the Clips are uh, down four. two to one. So that's right. Uh, but only not, one of them was a blowout, right? Yeah, not anymore. Okay, so they uh, won that game and it's uh-huh. two up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was a, it was a close game. It looked like the Clips was going to pull that one out because they came like you know their life depended on it. But uh, which it did? Yeah, which it did because <laughs> it had had San Antonio gone up three one, it would have been over. Yeah, <laughs> yes, one fourteen one oh five Los Angeles. Right. Okay, right. so what do you guys? I mean, what what do you guys think about this year in general? As far as uh, I mean, to me. What I like about it, it feels like it feels really wide open. Yeah. Like way more wide open than it has been in a long time. I think uh, when I started watching basketball, which was in the mid 70s, uh, there was a period of time from like, from like, well, the, the 70s basically, where every year there was a, a new team competing for the championship. Mm hmm. And then when the '80s hit, it was it basically became the Lake, it became the Lakers, yeah. Boston, uh, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Bulls. In, uh, no, not no, no. Well, that was the '90s. That was the '90s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but basically, it became 20 years of domination by you know a couple of teams by a few teams. Yeah. And uh looks like you know, now we're going back to the that you know where it, it's wide open and everybody uh especially in the west where everybody's like got at least 50, almost nearly every playoff team has 50 wins. Mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. they they're capable of beating each other at any time. Right. right. So um who you guys who you guys liking for uh let's let's start with the west coast. Um who do you guys like to make it out of the west to go to the finals? Who do we like, I, or who do we think is going to? Well, uh, well, I like, I like, and who I think is going to make out is Golden State. Okay, yeah, uh, me too. Shit, Steph Curry, man, he's uh, 
beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's not a guy that, uh, you know, when, when he came, I mean, I knew he was good, well. but it's, it's kind of, it, I, it, I'm not calling him Jordan, but he <clears throat> reminds me of Jordan in the same way that when Jordan came, came to league, everyone knew he was good. Right. They didn't know he was that good. Right. You know, and that's right. why with Steph Curry, it's like, wow, I knew he was good, but that good. Yeah. Dude hit 77 three pointers in a row in practice. We Amazing. talking practice, man. We ain't talking about the game. Right. We talking about practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I like I like Golden State, and I wouldn't be mad if they made it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if they have enough size to do it. Uh, they basically play two uh, two small forwards. Yeah. And if, if they can get past Memphis, then I think they got a great chance of, of going all the way if they can get past Memphis next round. Cause I'm, I'm predict well, it looks like they're going to, cause Memphis is up three, three, zero against the uh, Blazers. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, the Blazers are not going to come back at this point. So mm-hmm. it's safe to say that, that they'll be playing Memphis uh, with, with the tandem of um, Marcus and uh, Zebo, if, if they can handle those two mm-hmm. and get past them, then yeah, I, I definitely think that they can, you know, handle anybody else's front court. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we got the Bogert who uh who's aging and uh often injured. Um he's he's uh giving them he's giving them some good defense right now in the middle. They don't really have anybody else with them. David well, Lee. Well, Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Yeah, well, he's he's 67. Oh, 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 you're talking about you're talking size. Yeah, I'm talking size. Oh, okay, okay, my yeah. bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they got uh oh, they got um Maurice Spates, mm-hmm. you know, he got a little size. And they got uh, David Lee, who's injured. And yeah. I, I think he might, uh, I think he might, <laughs> I think he might be well enough to contribute, contribute, yeah, yeah here and there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know how much he's going to be able to, to give them. Yeah. So that's my question, their, yeah. their size. Because yeah. Yeah. Just- the, the playoff, I mean, you know, playoff, if if Memphis has any sense, mm-hmm. they're going to slow that shit down and oh, play half court. Yeah. Oh, they have to. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. They yeah. want to. Yeah, there's right. no choice. No one can run with. Uh, nobody can. Yeah, no. Nobody can. And Those kids are. They will run them out of the gym. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, with with uh, with uh, Curry, uh, Thompson, and uh, um, and uh, Green, they kind of like a poor man's uh, uh, Chicago Bulls and Steve Kerr <laughs> with the coach. Because you got you got two. I mean, you got guys who are all about the same size. You got Draymond Green who can defend anybody. Uh, You know, he's kind of like a poor man's Dennis Rodman. And uh, you know they, they, you know they, you know uh, they know how to space the floor. They move the ball. Uh, It's uh, yeah. They 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 look to they look to have it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. And. East Coast, everybody thinks it's going to be Cleveland. Honestly, I haven't been following the East as much. Yeah. I'm going to bow out. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland won it, but my heart is with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, uh, I, I for a lot of the same reasons why I like uh, a lot Golden of same reasons, like at Golden State. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really move the ball well. Uh, they're they're uh, they don't really have a and it's probably one of the reasons why they may lose to uh, Cleveland. They don't really have a one person who's a go to guy. Uh, but they they they're a team first, and uh, I just I like the way they play. I yeah. really do. 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, I I think Atlanta's going to get exposed. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're the team that they appear to be. They're not just that because, level yet. just because the, I I don't think people realize the, that there's a huge disparity between the East and the West right now. Huge disparity. It's huge. Yeah. It's, I was gonna it's, s- it's it's yeah enormous. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that's that's to me that's one of the reasons why it's so wide open is <laughs> the dominance. You know what I mean? It's like anyone on the East Coast has a shot, but really West Coast is where all the you know. Yeah, they do, but then they don't. I mean, they if, don't if have you a take shot. if you take out LeBron, right? They would you know I just can't see any because uh, what was it the the just before he went to Miami, um, that Cleveland team. That they, 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 uh, a couple of seasons before he went to right, Miami. a couple of seasons, he right? T- he took him to the finals against mm-hmm. us, and that team was horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible. You basically, if I remember correctly, the next season it was pretty much the same team minus LeBron, mm-hmm. but they didn't even make the playoffs. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he went he, just him uh-huh. on that team. Uh-huh. Going all the way to the finals. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. For one person to make that kind of a difference. Oh, yeah. And for him to have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love and the team that he has now, yeah. it's like, man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see anybody in the stopping East taking him, taking him to, you know, stopping him from going to the finals and maybe even all. All right. the way, right? Yeah, you know? I, I think that's. But, I, I think that's it, why, uh, especially since they traded for Timothy Mozgov, mm-hmm. you know, to give him that size in the middle, mm-hmm. um, to you know, to play with uh, Verjao and you know uh, Tristan Thompson and mm-hmm. whatever. Well, not uh, Verjao, but uh, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. So, no, if I were a gambling man, I would pick Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, but as far as you know, as who your as heart, well, my heart yeah, is with. You I want, kinda, you want. I like Atlanta, man. Yeah. I, I just, I, I like the fact that they were, they were so bad for so yeah, long. Yeah, they're still the underdog. And you know that yeah. they, they finally put it together to, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, even though you know they lost yesterday, but you know they finally put it together. Yeah. And uh, uh, Millsap and uh, uh, who's the guy that used to be with Chicago, the three point shooter? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um. Anyway. Uh, um. White guy? Yeah, white guy. Uh, I know you're talking about. Oh, yeah, you're talking about... um, Corver? Yeah, Yeah, Kyle Kyle Corver. Yeah, Yeah, Kyle Corver. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, I just just like the way they play. And, you know, if they don't make it, that's fine. But uh, I'd I'd really like to see them in the finals. Yeah, I could could see them. I could actually see them maybe not even... I could see Washington taking them out possibly, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I gotta say, I gotta give it to Washington. They kind of surprised me. Um, they surprised everybody. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Ex- not only did I not expect them to win this series, I did not expect them to to sweep, which it looks like they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they may not. There's one more game left, and but Toronto has uh, got zero games right now, yeah, and yeah. I thought Toronto would take it. Uh, you know, at least uh, you know. Yeah. But uh, at least put up a fight, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about a uh, like a, a, a system where? The teams are seated rather than east versus west. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. I like the top, the 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 best, um, you know, twenty teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just with the best record, like yeah. regardless mm-hmm. of of uh, geography. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Which what does geography mean if if Memphis is in the west? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it used to mean something back when teams flow uh, flew commercial because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know then it 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 just it was easier to to uh, it was one of the reasons we had a two three two format right especially when the Lakers in Philly and the Lakers in Boston were playing all the time in the mm-hmm. finals it's just it was just easier on, uh, easier on travel but now right. everyone has uh, has has private, the jets. private jets or whatever and you know it, it's it, I think it's time. 
to you know where we just have the best teams. Because right. I, I, I mean, I remember I, I, I forget when, but uh, it seemed like the best. Oh yeah, when the Lakers in in, in Sacramento were going at it. Mm-hmm. Were the best games, the yeah. best finals were, were in the were in yeah. the Western Conference. That was a great yeah. series. Yeah. So yeah, there, also there was times when um, the Lakers and Spurs, mm-hmm. people were saying were the real was the real uh, right. finals, right. Right. right? Too right. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I would love that. I don't. I, and there's been kind of like little, you know, mumbling about that. You know, about that possibly happening. Yeah. So that would be that would be great, I think, and that would really, I think, that would take uh, um, was it Silver's? I think that would take Silver's legacy to a whole another level. Because yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to be honest, as much as uh, what, um, what what was the his previous guy, Adam? Uh, oh uh, no, Stern. Uh, Stern. Adam, yeah, David Stern. David, David Stern. Stern he did so much. He did so much with the NBA, and uh, I mean, he wasn't my my favorite. Commissioner, well, well, towards the end, because yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but he did so much to grow the the league yeah. and everything, and mm-hmm. and just he did a he did do a, a, you know a magnificent job with promoting the the league and the brand and everything mm-hmm. that uh, you know there's not a whole lot for Adam Silver to do now, <laughs> so um, you know just not not that that's a good reason to do this, but I'm just saying though I think that could be something legacy. that could uh, yeah that could be something to uh, you know where he can leave his mark that is one one thing that's uh, been untouched yeah, yeah. And, so. he, and even if it if it doesn't work you know you just go back to the way it was right exactly you know? yeah. yeah you can go back exactly there's no, no law that says you can't go back and there's a there's a well, I, I don't know. I, I guess that would uh, there would be an incentive uh, to uh, to uh, win during the regular season <laughs> because you can't be. I mean, with with the way this uh, the way the system is, didn't OKC OKC have a better record than like several teams yes. in, in, in the West? Exactly. I mean, several teams in the, in the East. East. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that made the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. That that's every that's every season seems like yeah. it's like that. There's something yeah, it like seems that. Seems like yeah. it was a little more extreme this year, but yeah. Usually, there's like. I feel like it happens. I don't know. I feel like it was a little bit more extreme this year, like the the unbalanced maybe the east and the west. Maybe, but I know for a fact it happens. You know, quite often, mm-hmm. quite often, where you know there's uh, teams in in the playoffs in the east that uh, would not <laughs> be in the playoffs the, in the west. The last time I remember the Eastern Conference being uh, stronger one through twelve than the Western Conference was uh, during the eighties. Oh yeah, uh, but but I, I can't. I, I've you know recently the East has been better. This year the East has been terrible. But uh, right, I just can't remember. Uh, I'm smiling because um, I'm thinking about T. Wilson. He hates when <laughs> he, he hates what he, he hates when we talk about how much dom- how much more dominant the West is than the East. Aww, <laughs> you get his feeling point. Yeah, he's uh, he gets real butt hurt about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be an Eastern Conference fan. I can't blame you. <laughs> so he's like, "That's not. That's not. It's not." You know. And then he talks about how he doesn't base it on players or records or scores or, or, or objective or, right. Like that. <laughs> None of that. So I don't. I don't know what he he disagrees with it, and I still don't know what his 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 criteria, his, his criteria is Maybe. for measuring that the East is as strong or stronger than the West. I don't know what it is because everything that we use to measure it, it, it does not bear that. So I don't know what he uses. Maybe he's going on <laughs> uniforms. 
Fox, the prettiest uniforms are in the East. Therefore, that's the strongest conference. Well, that's, that's how he picks March Madness. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, okay, I'm going to run down real quick where everything stands right now. Uh, we're a week in, and round one is winding down. Uh, the Warriors had just um, uh, swept the Pelicans 4-0. Um, I am this. I'm, I was just saying the other day that I, I was talking to my nephew, and I was like, uh, you know, look like the Lakers are not going to be relevant for a minute, so mm-hmm. it's time to start looking at a B team. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I would like to say the Warriors, but I can't. That's too much of a bandwagon thing. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking about riding with the Pelicans since they, since you know, they were eighth seed and they got swept. I can, I can ride with them and not feel like I'm a bandwagon. And it's a squad that I like. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like it's, I can, you know, they're they're good enough that if they make a few tweaks and get the right coach, whatever, they can be. You know, they can be relevant. They mm-hmm. can be relevant. But at the same time, they're not already winning and blowing people away and all that kind of stuff where I would feel like a bandwagon person. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking about Pelicans for my B team. Yeah, I guess I guess I've already said it. I guess Atlanta's my B team. Okay, okay. What I, about you, Charlie? I'm gonna have to go with the Warriors, and I can feel. I feel like I can justify not being a bandwagon <laughs> fan for a couple reasons. One, because I I live. I used to live in Oakland, and I still have family there, so I feel like I have that. That legit Bay Area tie. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? How are you gonna? Be- oh, this just going. How you gonna beat me <laughs> on my repping for the Bay Area? Just, just- Yay Area. <laughs> well, welcome to my world. <laughs> Let's hear the rest of your uh, reasons why you're not bandwagging. Oh, and that- because even before the um, Warriors, you know, really turned everything around, mm-hmm. like I always had a crush on. Um, every, pretty much every guy on their team. <laughs> so I was watching, even when they were losing. I was like, "Yes, yes, Clay Thompson, yes, yes." Well, yeah. I, 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 I think those are great reasons. Okay, so I want to fuck all the Warriors cheerleaders. So, so you can. I can. I can. I can. Is that what they call it? Getting on the bandwagon. I would like to get on the bandwagon of all the Warriors cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. Can't touch that. Bet you would. Yeah, but, uh, yeah the Warriors. They. they uh, I think that was the first. Uh, the first NBA. Like uh, the Warriors versus Washington. That might have been the first uh, NBA Finals that I watched. Or it was like the first one I was aware of. Mm. That was about was like the last time they were contending for a title. <laughs> okay, let me finish uh, giving the, uh, the rest of the teams. There's uh, the, the the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Portland Trailblazers. That uh, look like the Grizzlies about to yeah, sweep that. It's, uh, they're up three zip. And then we got the Spurs and the Clippers who are knotted up at two apiece. Go Spurs. And then... <laughs> Clipper hater. <laughs> yep, that's me. Are you really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what, now, why he is that? Brother-in-law to blame. Um, because of all the bandwagon people um, that are like hating on the Lakers now and their misfortune and stuff, or whatever. And like, oh, yeah. like when the Clippers weren't relevant, I I didn't go out of my way to hate them or whatever. I right. just uh, I actually used to root for the. Actually, when the Lakers were good, the Clippers were my B team. Right. You right, know what I mean? Right. Right. But. Their fucking bandwagon fans are so obnoxious. They're haters. Yeah, they yeah, are so obnoxious yeah. that I cannot root for a Clipper. I mm-hmm. cannot root for the Clippers. They just 
with the exception, you know, there's a few except my mother in law. She's she's a real Clipper fan. She right. was ride or die back when they was just stone cold. You know, sucking 10 years ago. But she that, was a Clipper fan. But that's kind of like a pr- profound philosophical question. Should we really punish the team for the for the fans, for the act? Yes. The fans? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, so. <laughs> well, I guess you can never like a Dodger game. You can never like the Dodgers based on that logic. Why, why, why is that? Because they whooping people's ass. Remember they made that guy... Oh, oh, Brian Stowe when they yeah. when those fans beat up Brian Stowe, right. I got you. Yeah. Oh, okay, All right. yeah. All right, so and then in the East we have the uh, we have uh, the Weasels Hawks at uh, <laughs> up two yeah. two to one over the Nets. Uh, I'm sure they'll take that series without I mean, too much of a problem. Being even in the playoffs and Thunder not that just is <laughs> so wrong, <laughs> so wrong. And then we have uh, we have um, Big B's. Uh, Washington Wizards over uh, the Raptors at 3-0. Looks like they're breaking out the broom. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Bulls over the Bucks 3-1. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then we have the Cavs who just swept uh, the Boston Celtics, and they're going to be kicking back and uh, waiting for uh, the winner of the next series, uh, probably uh, Chicago. So basically, I'm okay with any of those teams winning the championship. Uh, you know, any anyone with Boston. That's that's, that's yeah, right. That's the only one I wouldn't be able to handle. A B B. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, no, no, no uh, danger of that happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Is there anybody on the East I don't want to win? I don't. I don't want. I don't want Cleveland to win. It's too predictable. But I think they have a good chance of. Of doing it, but I don't think I don't want them to just because of the. You mean win it all? Yeah, uh-huh. I don't want them to win it all. Mm-hmm. And, um, although, like I said, I think I think it's possible, but I definitely I really think that the the West is going to to do it. Um, yeah. So, and I'm thinking I'm thinking Memphis, Memphis or the Warriors. That's all. And, you know, I have to say I'm very surprised that the. Uh, that the the uh, Rockets are uh, handling the Mavs this well. Mm-hmm. I thought the Mavs would put up a better fight than this, and it looks right. like they're about to get swept. The Rock, in case I didn't say, the Rockets are up three yeah. zero. Yeah, and uh, I thought not only I, yeah I, I thought the uh, I thought the Mavs would probably win that series. Yeah, me too. But uh, it's like I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I tried to I tried to get us a little. Uh, Pick 'em game going, but Charlie Bell never did sign up. No, because I don't have cable. You don't need cable to pick teams, girl. You need cable to watch games. <laughs> no, yeah, but not to pick 'em. How am I going to pick 'em if I ain't watching the game? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you pick 'em beforehand. You, you look and see which ones have the cutest uniforms. But since, okay. but since you haven't been watching all season, I, I guess I see your point. But still. Right. Still could have signed. I mean, I've been watching I mean, here and there, but not as consistently. It's just too. It was, you know, I'm a real diehard Laker fan, and it's sometimes it's just too painful. This season, <laughs> I kind of checked out. I kind of no, like. Yeah, it is. It is a lot. Of, it's a lot harder when your when your team is so far. It was just useless. Yeah, just nowhere near participating. Right. It's, it is justifying their existence. It's, it's harder. <laughs> It is harder, but damn, you know. Charlie Bell. I, I feel I feel a kind of way about it. Yeah, tell us how you really feel. 
Don't make hold me back. feel some type of way. Usa. <laughs> Relax, relate, release. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on to the uh, the feedback. You've got mail. Let's see. Um, we have a lot of uh, feedback from Tara Lynn, our super fan, on um, not the last show. I think she's a little behind because it was the show before last, but she had a lot to say. And I have to say, too, Charlie Bell, that I I am not feeling good about that Byron Allen trade <laughs> we did. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I I want to unless you can give me a good reason for one because it's just too many black jobs. Like I don't really. He's not offensive. He's not. He hasn't done it. He's just not that funny. Which that's not a crime. No, I guess I was especially when you like trying to make our team funny. Funnier. That's what I was thinking. So you don't have a problem with us overturning that trade? Because I would really like to undo that trade because I don't feel good about uh, somebody who give. That many black people work. Who especially, did we trade him for? Louis C.K. and who else? I think it was just Louis C.K. straight up. No, I think it was two. Well, you was trying to trade two people on the black side for for him. For uh, you would you wanted to trade Byron Allen and somebody else for like Louis C.K. Mm. or something like that. But anyway, um, let me see. She made a comment about she okay. said she she said she wanted to side eye the NAAC, NAACP for Glad Trade, but and just left it there. <laughs> that was yours. But yeah, that was mine. But she didn't put up a good protest or anything. She just said she wanted to side eye it, but she she really couldn't. Right? So. How can you? Right. Um, They're about to get their fucking rights through the Supreme Court. I what think are we she doing? had she had a little bit of issue with your um, trade for the Tom Tom Club for uh, Cut Close. Mm. She, yeah, we just. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, um, Tara Lynn. I just if yeah, I try to read your tweets. You know, I I like interacting with you, but Twitter is just not great for for this type of thing, especially when you're like a week behind. So it's just it's really difficult. Anyway, she yeah, she made a comment about the uh, that trade. Um, she made a comment about the NAACP. And she did say, oh, she said um, she did, too, know that Walona sang the theme song to uh, the Jeffersons. So that was for me. And, and what else did she say? Oh, the other thing was, uh, oh, you guys going to do TV show theme songs and not do any Alan Thicke? What about uh, Family Ties? Yeah, we just did the good ones. Right. So, <laughs> we didn't do every theme song on the history of right. the world. No, I'm not saying this again. Well, we did the ones that we liked. You know, right. we did the ones that we liked. If you want to uh, uh, if uh, you want to do the family ties, get your own damn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, hey, don't don't do Terrilyn like that. <laughs> Ter- Lynn, we take the good, we take the bad, we put them all together and, and there, there you, you have, have the, the facts of life. life. The facts, the facts of, of life. life. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's not an Alan Thick one, uh, it, but is, it is an Alan. Thicke. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, Terrilyn. That was just for you. Hey, just for you. Just for you. Like the, per- <laughs> like the perm kit. 
All right. Uh, Let me double check. Anyway, <laughs> so that is, that concludes uh, our feedback. And again, uh, thanks to Miss uh, Honeyflower, that is Tara Lynn's mother, and it feels kind of weird calling her by that 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 name has uh, for whatever reason it has sexual connotations for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever and whenever anyone's called me Miss Honeyflower, oh, okay. it, definitely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely wasn't at a business meeting. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit Show. Don't forget to share the, share the show with your friends, family, and loved ones, enemies, and whoever else you might. Uh, <clears throat> share us on Facebook and your social media. Share us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and wherever else. Um don't forget the Pod of Thrones. We will be bringing you a new episode this Tuesday, talking about all the madness going on on Westeros. Uh, that's Latone Hart and Dino Red. We'll see you next week. So for Charlie Bell and for Damon the Weasel Stanford, I'm Dino Red. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.